This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. There's only one Yoan Barbe as the fans sing here in Middlesbrough. As the final whistle is blown, two all. Borough two, Brentford two. What a good game. If anything, we're probably a little bit gutted. Went ahead twice and uh, Borough came back twice. You can argue you can argue the point that they didn't deserve the point, but they got the goals in there as well. And we were a little bit sloppy in defence. But at the end of the day, it's another game not lost. So people can say that we're actually moving forward. To be honest with you. It was a. What do you think about today's game? Uh, I think it was very good. Like, I think we attacked properly. It's just the issues at the back that are concerning. I think the goals were a bit soft. But I'd take the point. I would at the start of the day, and I'll take it now. 2 2 is a good result. I think these will be there and bouts come the end of the season. Interesting. You say you take the point now. You take the point now before the game. But watching this game today. I mean, Borough aren't anything like the side that we played in the last, you know, last last six times, are they? Yeah, definitely. I think this Borough team's a lot worse than the teams that we played in the past. And during the game, I would have taken a win, but coming here, I would have taken a point. So it's half full instead of half empty. This is all good. This is all good. Listen, today's game, like I'm saying, we've all come up quite a long way up to Borough. Yeah. Great town. We've had some great laughs there as well. And technically, I mean, I'm not being biased there. We should have taken the three points today. Do you reckon? Oh, 100%. We had about, what, two, three penalty shouts. Um, and we were all over them. Like, anyone on paper, you would think Middlesbrough would win. But we've come up here. We've literally smashed shit out of them. We've, we've just been all over the place. Just absolutely up and down the pitch. Just quality. I'm, I'm actually really proud of us today. Do, do you think it's a, it, it, it's a testament to, to maybe what we've done today, the fact that at the final whistle, the Borough fans actually booed their team off the pitch? Uh, to be honest, I don't even blame the fans. They played appalling, considering they've come down and they're meant to be a you know sort of a Premier League club, maybe too good for the championship. They've been absolutely appalling today. If I was a Borough fan, I'd, be, I'd probably have gone home at 2-1, to be honest, because they've just been dreadful. Minutes, like, it's a, we're, we're, we're out of the game here. Disappointed bees here because listen, we're not, we're not, you know. Listen, we, we come here to an away game, and at the end of the day, for Borough, a lot of fans didn't expect to get anything today because Borough, Asambalonga, and all these players up there, they've they've got about three million pounds in the bank from their parachute payments, like you know, what I'm saying last season. It's three hundred, <laughs> sorry, three hundred and fifty-five billion pounds. You know, what I'm saying, and um, they haven't seemed to. Have 
spent it right because to be honest, if we turn up today and Personally, I think Brentford should have got the three points today. Uh, we went ahead twice. They got the goals back. I think there's a bit of sloppiness going on in defence, maybe in midfield as well. You know, some people might say, Borough away. It's good to get a point away from home. But we didn't get the, we didn't get the three points. But we got Phil Giles here, Director of Football for Brentford. Phil, what was going on on that part today? Um, standard, standard Brentford performance. Dominated the game. Well, dominated the first hour at least. And uh, gave away probably two chances, two goals. Uh, should have won the game, but you know, you keep playing like that, we'll keep on going up the table, no problem at all. Again, we say we go up the table. We're going up the table. We're point. Actually, we're just getting point by point one, at the moment. Time, yeah, yeah, one point at a time. We'll get a forty-six. Draw every game. We'll yeah. Get a forty-six and be on the board of relegation. Now we'll win some games. So is that your? Is that your? Uh, you know, is that is that the aim to get forty-six points? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were just saying before this. Uh, before this, that uh, this is a better team we had last year. By you know, comfortably our better team. I think we're so much better. A better Brentford team. Yeah, better, better, better Brentford team. Yeah, we're better organised off the ball. We give away far fewer chances. We're not as open when we lose the ball. Press well, win the ball back quickly, high up the pitch. That sort of slowed down a little bit. Second half, obviously players tired, made a couple of changes. Rico going off was a bit of a, a blow, but Josh Clark did well. But uh, you know, it's, it's a good team, and I think um, when the when the forward players start to learn the patterns of play a little bit better and start to find each other with passes, I think it'll be. Uh, I think we'll be. Um, Hard to beat. I'm going to throw this into the pot though because last season obviously we had Scott Hogan at the beginning of the season who was scoring lots of goals and then we had Lasse Vibe at the back end of the season that's scoring lots of goals and at the moment the goals seem a little bit shy so you're saying this is a better, se- this is a better team I mean explain that on an overall perspective from a, from a coaching point of view So last season if you watched us last season we were really good to watch in the second half of the season less so in the first half of the season but we were we were scoring goals but giving away a lot of chances you know not just the goals we gave away second half of the season but also you know, positions on the pitch, openness, you know, the midfield allowing their opponent to run at our centre backs, you know, uh, chances obviously, you know, situations like um, Fulham, Mr. Penley, for example, you know, there was, there was opportunities for our opponents to, to beat us um, in games last season. And then we relied on Potter, who was, you know, on fire. He, he would, you know, he scored 12 goals between January and the end of the season. That's, you know, for a season that's 24. You're not going to rely on players to a midfield player, a wide midfield player to score 24 goals in a season. So, as a team, organised now, I think we're far better organised, and I think the the fluidity up front will come through the season because you know we've got some new players and they need to settle and adapt and learn the pattern of play. Okay, and I, and I hear this as well. I'm, I'm I'm grilling you here because there's an opportunity for us to ask and a lot of fans would ask you, but the fact is that Phil, we, we we've we've only won one match this season. You know what I'm saying? We've played really really well, and the fans and like I said, my uncle is a Leeds fan. He's come there and he and he said to me two seasons ago. Your Brentford fans are really patient because, like, the way that you play. I mean, he said two seasons ago we smashed Leeds off the park and we couldn't score a goal. And he said you're just so patient because you go, "Oh, that's really good." Whereas the Leeds fans were like be hammering them. Yeah. We're, you know, we're actually, even though you might not see it on social media, we're actually quite a patient set of fans. But we haven't got the results that we that we feel that we should have gone from our play. Now, why the hell has this not happened? <laughs> well, look, I mean, it's small margins, right? I mean, you go to Villa, Josh Hart, one-on-one, he could have won that game, right? He scores a one-on-one, he could have won that game. Rico Henry, it was a penalty away against Reading. Little Turk penalty, he didn't win that game. So, you know, just very small margins. We could have easily had eight, ten points more, no problem. And I think that would have been more reflective of the play that we'd, you know, our general level of play. Um, it's small margins. And, yeah, I'm not going to stand here and say that'll yeah, even itself out over the course of the season because it just might not. You know, it just might not even itself out over the season because it's not that many games, really. Um, 11's definitely not many games, and 46 still isn't that many games. But uh, you know, we'll just keep on working on it, and I'm sure it'll. Uh, I'm sure it'll come. 
we, we, I don't want to churn us here, but we obviously let in two goals against <laughs> um, Borough today, which is a bit unfortunate, and also maybe in a couple of defensive errors. But I haven't heard definitely, but I've heard that um, Birmingham City, with um, half their prevent- Brentford uh, defence, let in six goals today. Is that correct? Um, I'm not saying. Um, is that, is that, we heard the rumour. It was at least three or four, maybe not five or six. Now, I mean, <laughs> I'm not saying how does that make you feel, but do you feel... Um, well, Brentford is feels a little bit more solid in defence than maybe the Birmingham defence may have been. Uh, well, I think it was the 6-1, was this? I think was it? Was it? I think it was 6-1. Was it 6-1? Yes. Or 6-1. Yeah. We don't know. That's what you yeah. Rumour, rumour. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not overly bothered. I mean, it'd be nice if all teams could lose in Division 6-1. That would be really nice, wouldn't it? But uh, I'm smiling, but it's because we played well, not because uh, Birmingham <laughs> scored. <laughs> 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 no, we're not going to... We're not gonna, we're not, you cashed in early. I'm not, we're, not, we're not paying £10 million to get them all back now. <laughs> that's, that's for sure. So, uh, look, it's the way it works, right? We, we bring them in, we develop them, we sell them on. They, they want to pay the money, that's great. It helps keeps us going. It keeps us in the division, right? We have to sell the players. We have to reinvest the money. That has to pay the wage bill of the players who are out there. And so far, I don't see, I don't see the team getting worse. I see the team's got a bit better this season, but results haven't followed. And um, and hopefully they will. No guarantees, but hopefully they will. So you're saying with a smile on your face, you think you sold at the right time? Uh, uh, well, <laughs> I mean, we sold at the right time in terms of contracts. I mean, you, you, players well, a year ago, you kind of you, you either keep them and you run them down, or you, you, or, you or you sell them, but. You know, I, I think I think we do okay in that area on transfers. Okay, it's all good. Let's Phil, Phil Jars, respect to talk to us as well, and we we got it. But to be clear, we would rather draw two all with Borough than draw two all with any other team because it's an absolutely great city to come to or great town to come to. We've had a great day every time we come here. We have a right laugh, and to be fair, getting one point out of them is better than the last four times or whatever else we've been there, isn't it? Six times, last six times, and yeah, northeast of England, mate. That's the, that's the place to be, isn't it? Well, apparently, yeah, <laughs> not that you're from the northeast at no, all. No, are you? no, 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 no biased. It's nothing to do with me, but I'm having a great weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Right, nice one, Phil. Cheers, mate. Thanks. Yes, we got, we got the less. We've, listen, we're outside the stadium now. And a uh, little bit guy to be... I mean, a point away at Borough is a good point. We just heard Phil Giles there, who's the director of football of, of Brentford. And he talked to us about a few things which are quite interesting. And now we've got the non-director of football, the Liberal Nick, who basically uh, disagrees with everything that uh, Phil says because he thinks we need to move the ball in the middle on the long ball of tap. And, uh, but I think he might have changed his mind now. Liberal. That's why Phil Giles is the director of football and I'm not. But the one thing I want to really have a go about, Bill, is the standard of refereeing in the championship. Today, was, it was another disgraceful performance. There was, clear, there was a clear penalty shout for us, one that was, you know, 60-40 in our favour. And Middlesbrough player goes down the other end, falls over in the box, doesn't even get a yellow card. It's very difficult for a team, you know, who are playing good football to also play 12 men. And in the last two games, we have seen referees who really are not fit to, 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 to put in the championship. Now, I'm not going to say that we would have won the game on Tuesday nor the game today had it been for the refereeing decision. But really, the championship is meant to be the toughest division in, in this the toughest division in this country indeed if not in Europe to get out of. And when you haven't got a quality of referees to go on, there's going to be some problem about it. Yeah. 
However, the good thing was that we came away with uh, a point today. Well, well-deserved point. Um, not many teams will do that from Borough this season. And um, quite interesting that our away performances are better than our home performances. And what that goes to show is that we shouldn't be putting too much pressure on the team at home. They're it's a really good team. They're a really good team to watch. Let's hope we can go on and build on from this. It's interesting you say that as well because the support was really good today. And again, what we say, we love doing these sort of away games that basically the hardcore come to. So you come to Borough, 300 fans here probably that was here. You go to places like Preston, stuff like that. But it's proper hardcore support. And everybody sang and got behind the beast from the beginning to the end. There was no moaning, no moaning going on. We got behind it. Even though we went behind, it was like boo, whatever like that, which is the proper, proper business. And that's kind of like old school Brentford, what, we, what I loved about supporting the team that we, that, that, we, that we support. You know what I'm saying? Support your team. Support your team. 90 minutes of football. Support your team. And then you'll get a good result. We were robbed. So this is <laughs> you were robbed. <laughs> Listen, we're in the twelfth man bar. We're still in the ground, but the twelfth man crew. We've got John from the twelfth man crew. They've invited us as a beside booth. We're chumming up. I know that some people aren't happy with us chumming up with the opposition, but we don't give a monkeys. We like to chum up with the opposition. And we top John, top man, goes to every single game, borough, home and away, runs coaching and everything like that. And he's invited us, the Bisotti crew, back to his bar that they've. they've sorted out on the ground again and we've met all sorts of characters here today and to be honest with you they've come up to us and they've admitted to us that maybe just maybe Brentford might have should have got three points out of the game what would you say it wasn't uh, a vintage performance from Middlesbrough I'm quite I'm quite happy with the points we were denied a clear penalty at the end and I'll be watching uh, the Channel 5 coverage to see the, see what they make of it but what about, what about Brentford's couple of penalties no? Oh, I was at the far end to me so I didn't see that oh, no, I, I, had me, I had me Wenger glasses on um, but I'll be honest with you you look good we were not very good on the day I, I, I'm happy with the point put it that way I'm going to ask you as well because it's the whole thing is that when you when you don't perform like you meant to do some teams always say we weren't that good on the day was it you weren't that good on the day or was it that Brentford actually did a job on you to make you actually not be as good as you should have been well Brentford played well I mean a couple of players that stood out and um, they, you keep the ball very well you, you move it uh, move it about quickly yeah I, I will say that we went at our best but was that down to us or was it down, down to the fact that Brentford put us under pressure closed us down quickly capitalised on the mistakes that we made um, so so yeah you're right I mean um, it's always the home home fans complaint that um, we didn't play well so it made you look better but Brentford deserved the point I was happy with the point we're guy with the point we thought we should have got three points well uh, yeah okay okay I won't I won't agree with that but yeah okay you can have that <laughs> but listen John as you know this is the seventh time we played you now we're actually we shouldn't be gutted because the first time we've actually got a point out of you you've got three points from us every single time that you've played us now so you've got a point so it's moving in the right direction and also it's away from home so you need to come to Griffin Park so you need to up your game if you're actually going to beat us down at Griffin Park innit? Oh we're going to have to we're going to have to up our game for the rest of the season if uh, promotion's our aim we've got the personnel but today we just didn't play as a team um, 
Brentford did, you know. Brentford looked a tight unit. They knew each player knew or seemed to know what he was doing. We just seemed. Um, I thought certain players weren't entirely 100% sure of their role. Um, I can't. I can't say that at Brentford. They looked. They looked unified. They looked good. And I'm going to ask you. Final whistle. Final whistle. When it was two all from the from the Borough end. A lot of booing to your players. What was that all about? Uh, the the booing was because we've had two home games this week. Uh, we've took one point. We all expected more. It's frustration, and I think some of the boos were directed at the referee because, um, like I say, the penalty towards the end. I'm not saying we deserved to win three two if we'd have got that penalty, but it. I don't see why our player would have gone down when he was in a fantastic position to find one of three or four players that were homing in on goal. He could have easily kept his feet and found that. So I think it was down to frustration, aimed towards the referee. Um, we're normally a very supportive group of fans. Just frustration, that's all. We've got the Rob Fly Me to the Moon FMTTM. Listen, as you can hear, the My Sharona is blowing in the background. They've got all sorts of... The, the Borough fans are throwing shapes. They couldn't get the goals in, so they thought, let's go down to the disco, and they're going to start dancing. <laughs> so they're all dancing. We're still in the stadium, and there's all sorts of malarkey going on. I'll tell you something, it's like, you know, we'll wait for the birdie song to come on, but it's probably going to be in probably in about a couple of minutes. But I've got Rob from Fly Me to the Moon here, and Rob, yeah. listen... I've known you for a while, Rob. You are. You're an honest man, Rob. Yeah. And you've got to admit that we should have had those three points today. Tell me. Yeah, you should. Absolutely. As much because the, uh, the whole thing was a desperate performance by Middlesbrough, a desperate atmosphere. When frustration was mounting, the players were playing, couldn't put a pass together, and then the confidence goes and everyone gets on the back so really it was all there for Brentford to take advantage of it you won your first away game last weekend didn't you against Bolton and so I guess you didn't you should have had the belief really shouldn't you have to, to have sat on either of those two leads that you got but the one thing that Middlesbrough have done this season is time and time again we've fallen behind in games but come back um, I think it's five is it five games in a row we've actually we've, we've conceded the first goal so we do actually do that so yes you had a a, a, a tremendous opportunity to, to, to beat us and I think I think we've beaten you in every game since 1986 yeah well yeah I mean all I know is the last six there's the ones that have made me cry in the last few years but before that yes I think you've been us so the us taking a point out of you today is a result for us but I'm gutted again because I predicted we beat you 2-1 I think if I remember rightly and also watching that game today we should have won and there's a defensive fluff from us from another set piece which got you back into the game yeah but defensive defensively we made terrible errors as well for your goals so I don't think either defence came out of it very well at all did they um, we've been gifting teams goals again and again we changed our defence today and obviously it didn't work um, so I'm very disappointed because we, we dropped three points in midweek against Norwich and this, this was a game where we had to respond we had to make sure we didn't concede a goal straight away 
and we did, we managed to do it again. Um, if we don't concede a goal straight away, then we get a man sent off after four minutes. So I think for, for, for Brentford, it's, it's surely been a pro- progress week, isn't it? You've, you've won one and drawn two. That's it's it, it it's going in the right direction. We are on on paper. But the fact is that we're playing most of the teams off the park every time we play them every week. And we just don't seem to be able to put the ball in the back of the net. And even today, you know, we were, we, we were, we were ahead. We were better than Borough. But we just didn't get that killer strike. And we made some silly mistakes. It's really frustrating. We scored two goals away from home at Middlesbrough. Yeah. Under Karanka, it would be an absolute... We could never score two goals against Karanka. But we did get today. Um, Monk... We had question marks about Monk when he was a Leeds manager. We thought he was pretty average, to be quite honest with you. The style of football is average. We thought they were pretty boring. And we were very surprised when you took him on because we thought Borough were... And look, this is not a disrespect to Borough. We thought you were better than that, you know what I'm saying? Well, I was... I was like, well, we were in the Championship when Gary Monk was at Swansea, but I was always impressed with what he achieved at, at Swansea as a, as a young manager. Um, and then at Leeds, I felt he took on an impossible situation. Um... It was he inherited. Actually, they're on the up a little bit from Steve Evans, but he developed that, pushed them further forward, and of course, the, the, of course, they moved on again this season. But, but, but we watched the football they were playing. Was they were getting the results, but the football was was terrible. But they had terrible players, didn't they? You know, I mean, you know, that, and that's something for for Brentford to. You know, you were playing against a, a team with an awful lot of. Uh, a lot of big, big money buys in Middlesbrough, not not melding together, perhaps, but with with a sort of. In the end, there's players there that can score goals. I know it's Fabio scored, the, but, but still, you know, players that have played in, in high division. So um, I, 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 I wouldn't beat yourself up too much. Uh, that's the thing we're not going to beat ourselves up too much because we enjoy Borough too much to be quite honest with you <laughs> we've had a great morning this morning at the Orange Pit Market oh, it's been yeah, great yeah. the Borough fans and the Borough people have been fantastic so, uh, at, listen anyone we say to you there's a few away days you need to come to Borough probably won't go up this season we probably won't go up this season come back here next season it's an absolutely brilliant brilliant away day so do it and everything like that but I'm going to ask you because we're here we're in the stadium still the DJ's playing his tunes yeah. what are you if you had to do a request, what tune would you request for him next on the old DJ, <laughs> my selector? Do you know what? Last season, I gave him like, I gave him like a playlist to play, and he didn't play any of them. So no point in me giving him it. But this is your opportunity. What yeah, would you well, One tune. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna ask for the Totally Wired by the Fall. Ah, there you go. Well, listen, we're gonna go yeah, over. I'm totally Wired. Yeah. <laughs> we'll ask the DJ if you're gonna play it. But listen, yeah, Rob, it it's all good. Nice seeing you again, man. And this is all good. We we'll see you at Griffin Park. Yeah? I'm looking forward to Griffin Park. Um, as you said about the, the Riverside, I, I really, really enjoy going to Griffin Park and going to Brentford. Um, I don't fancy it when you move your ground because it's, it's it, I've only really sort of become accustomed to it in the last few years but really good atmosphere and everything. 15 minutes down the road so really yeah, walk okay then yeah but yeah it's, it's, it's like a for me it's like a village in London and, 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 and it has all that sort of close-knit community and I guess Middlesbrough is a bit of a, a village as well in, in many respects everyone like knows everyone else and I'm really really pleased that you enjoyed the market and you enjoyed the atmosphere because and, and, and it's good on you for spreading the word because we need lots of people spreading the word about us but I'm looking forward to seeing you at, at Griffin Park OK we'll be there last one more Sheffield boys in the house we're in the 12th band bar and listen I was chatting a bit earlier 
and I mean, listen, I'm not putting words into your mouth, but you, you felt the bees were a little, became a little bit shy today on the points front, did you think? I was really disappointed with what Middlesbrough did. I was really impressed with Brentford, and re- and I'll be honest, really surprised. You came and you played better football than us, and you look at the squads and you look at the teams, and you would have expected Middlesbrough to be absolutely on top. But you played better football than us on the day. So, so I mean, do you think that we were we were done out of three points today? Do you think? Uh, I hate to say it, but um, certainly I think we were lucky to get the result we got. I, I'm not sure if I would say you. you well, yeah. <laughs> Being honest, it's yeah, it's difficult to say we, it, but it's true. We, we got out of jail a little bit today, um, so. Fair play to you, what do you think? Do you think it's off finishing? Do you think what what was it that we couldn't get the points today? Why do you think you're he defending? It? Why didn't he get the points? James, come here because you talk more sense to me. Yeah. And, and he does. That's right. Right. Yeah. So it's, why did Brentford get the points today? A Brentford fan who would like to understand what your view of the game was. Well, we didn't we didn't deserve the points for a start. Uh, a mixture of team selection and no urgency. We're, for me, what did you think of Brentford? Very good. Should have won. Should have won. Why didn't we win? I, w- I would say. Lots of front. No, no. no yeah. I w- the fact that we have so much, so much quality, we were lucky today. But when you have that many, as many good players as we do, sometimes you get a lucky, a lucky result. And when it when it mattered, we put the ball in the back of the net twice. Uh, for me, for me, we didn't deserve we didn't deserve a point. I mean, I'm going to say this, and, and, and it said earlier because we had our director of football, Phil Charles, who spoke on this podcast as well. So you can listen back to that. But he said you had two chances and you scored two goals. Yeah, uh, exactly. And I, I, I say you look at the top teams. We're not a top team at the minute. We don't we don't have a formation, a set formation. We don't have a set team. If we are there or thereabouts at the end of the season, then you'll look look back on this and think, yeah, that's what top teams do. But it wasn't good enough, and Brentford fully deserved to win as well. So, yeah, hundred percent. So yes, back from the walking back to the well, not to the station, probably where the subway down the Baker Street, the Subway Army actually, um, Borough Subway Army, and. Um, <laughs> We've uh, we've chilled out a little bit. Re- really, really, really wicked little vibe down there in the Twelfth uh, Man Bar. All the borough fans are so friendly. I know a lot of people are not happy with that because they think no, we should go and you know just be not happy with them. But we don't do that. Friends, yes, that's right. Borough friends. <laughs> uh, as you can see, there's a lot of friend action going on. <laughs> but. <laughs> But we were chumming up with the Borough fans there, and there's loads of them, and uh, they were good characters. And um, But we just come back, and that game, three points. Oh, yeah, I mean, like, I'm over it now. I think when that final whistle went, it was a lot of uh, hurting me. Yeah, like, it wasn't, I wasn't happy with the team. I was just disappointed with the result. They played so well. We deserved so much more. I mean, coming up here the last few years, seeing us get spanked all over the park by them, um, it was just such a relief and such a novelty to see us actually just outplay them. We were the better team. Like you say, we went to the 12th man bar afterwards. They all did you meet some friends there? I did meet some friends. <laughs> like, borough friends. <laughs> but they, they all admitted, they all admitted they, we were the better team. I think, in their opinion, it was the best Brentford team they'd seen up there. 
which says a lot for where we are right now. Which is quite interesting because I know a lot of people keep raving on about the Warburton team and the fact that we were really good and we did all this kind of stuff. But the interesting that the Borough fans are actually thinking that this team outstripped the Warbs team, which got to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, the more I see this team week in, week out, the more I think that there is something there. But first of all, I was like, we can't just be getting lucky, uh, unlucky. Maybe there's something wrong. Now I'm at the point where I think we are just getting unlucky. And interesting as well, because we had Phil Giles on earlier in this podcast, and he reckons that this team is much better than last year's team as well, even though we're all getting really frustrated that we can't score the goals. Yeah, well, they, I'm not at that point now that I think it's just going to happen. I think at some point this season, it will switch around. We will look the team, the formidable team that we deserve to be. Unfortunately, it's going to be one of those same old stories. It'll start happening around December. By that point, it'll probably be too late. Flip side of that, though, today we've come up, early train, we got up at, for you people up at 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock, we got the train at 7.30, we came up to Borough, we went to the Orange Pit, we went to Baker Street, we went to all our favourite haunts there. This is a wicked away day, isn't it? Oh my God, like, for the people that were here, they know how good it was. For all the people that weren't, you missed out. Listen, the lady, listen, listen, trust me. We're walking back to the station now. And uh, you do trust me, yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, And we are chums, yeah. (laughs) We were gutted um, that we didn't get the result, but that's all over now because we've got a little bit of time to reflect. And what are you saying? What I'm saying is, actually, I've actually had some time to reflect on the the midweek podcast as well. And I think what today, it it kind of crystallised where we're at. Um, that the not scoring goals and the playing well are not part of the same problem. They're two different issues. We, we play well regardless. Some weeks we won't score and some weeks we will. We scored today. The problem is we leak goals at the back. We, we, t- today, we, we put, again, there were two goals that we probably shouldn't have conceded. Um, so, you know, we, we, we took two chances that we created. They were both... Goals that were scored from close range rather than long, long range shots. We deserved at least one penalty, at least one penalty. And I had a quick chat with Dean Smith um, just as he was getting on the coach. And apparently the referee um, didn't or refused to shake Dean Smith's hand because Dean was very, um, very sort of vociferous with him j- during the game because you know the, the manager thought he, you know, we should have got a penalty. I thought Borough were lucky today. They were lucky that we were just as sloppy as we have been. Um, you know, that's not that's not over that's not overly egging it because you know we had Mepham at the back, um, Barba Barbe. Uh, I thought today was a really excellent performance by Brentford. It's a, it's a pretty good result, if I'm honest. I'm, I'm a bit disappointed because we did we did deserve the win today. It, it's typical of our season so far, but again, you know, I'm I'm everything I see just smells of quite, you know of, the, of a of an established um, championship team, and I'm and I'm you know all the Borough fans just know that they escaped, so that can't be bad. Well, it's, uh, you've heard them all. Lots of comments here. We've got the director of football from Brentford. We've got the Borough fans. We've got the Brentford fans. Everyone was talking as honest as they can do. Listen, besotted pride of, Brest, well, besotted pride of West London podcast, we, we say it as it is. People say it as it is. We were here at the match, you know what I'm saying? So people can say what they can do on social media, but we were here at the game. They were there at the game. DOF was there at the game. They say it as it is. And then the day, Brentford played brilliant football. They didn't get the result again. Disappointing, but at the end of the day, very promising. Every single fan that we've spoken to thinks that Brentford ain't going to be in no trouble. So everyone's talking about relegation, all this kind of nonsense. Trust me, listen, we're not there. At the end of the day, 
we're heading our way back from Borough. We've got no idea where we are. We're walking through the streets and there's all sorts of stuff going on. But we're heading our way back from Borough, uh, back to London in a couple of hours. And, uh, but we've had a great, great time. This is one of the top, top, top away days. And the way that Borough play today, 100% these guys will be back in the division next season. So we'll be booking our train next season, coming back here. We'll be back at Baker Street and we'll be having some laughs. But listen, as we say... We've got the boys and the cats, and as we say, listen, listen, we've got the boys in the place, and we're, we're, we're right in the middle of nowhere, and as we say, come on, you bees! Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.